This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Edge Project. Learn more at AmericanEdgeProject.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. More than $200 million is headed to the nation's farm groups for agricultural export promotion. USDA's Foreign Agricultural Service announced the Fiscal 2024 Market Access Program and Foreign Market Development Program investments today. Cotton Council International is the largest recipient of funds with more than $18.7 million between the programs. The U.S. Meat Export Federation, U.S. Grains Council, American Soybean Association, and U.S. Wheat Associates are also among the heavy hitters at the top of the MAP and FMD allocations. You can read more in our coverage on agripulse.com. Also online today, the nation's potato industry is fighting a classification battle. Cam Corals is the CEO of the National Potato Council. Speaking on this week's open mic, he says the periodic update to the nation's federal nutrition guidance is headed down the wrong path. The question that the Dietary Guidelines Committee is, is asking is, is basically, what do people substitute a potato for on the plate? And they've zeroed in on it's often a potato or a grain, as you, as you mentioned, like rice. And somehow they've made a jump to, well, then maybe we should call a potato, scientifically a vegetable, something else. He says no longer considering potatoes as vegetables could have major consequences. We try to take these things back to, let's have an empirical discussion. What is the form of the potato that ends up on the plate? Uh, And what's the nutrient content in that form? Those type of discussions you have an empirical set of information that you can consider. Potatoes very high in potassium, uh, high in a variety of different nutrients that underserved folks need. He specifically noted the role of potatoes as low-cost nutrients in the school lunch program, which is informed by the Dietary Guidelines for Americans. Folks said, we're not going to consider what form a potato is in, We just want them all out of the school lunch and school breakfast programs. We considered that to be bizarre. Um, A a potato coming out of the ground uh, is loaded with nutrients at a very, very low cost. And so the the return on investment for potatoes was fantastic in the specialty crop space. You can hear more from Corals, including Farm Bill and Labor Conversation, in our open mic interview on agripulse.com. Finally today, measurement and verification of carbon sequestration remains one of the major issues facing the growing credit marketplace. But one conservation leader wants the private sector to lead the way before the government gets involved. Former NRCS chief and strategic conservation solutions founder Bruce Knight says the markets need more time to set the right parameters. As a rule, this external government standardization occurs as a result of market failure. And too much involvement at the beginning of these markets could actually prevent robust market development. That's How do you find that right balance? Knight spoke on a webinar sponsored by DTN and hosted by AgriPulse's Sarah Wyant this afternoon. He says several issues in particular need to be addressed. Right now, the government is not very far along as it pertains to this. There's a lot of work to be done on modeling, and building assumptions for these models that to me very much belongs in the public domain. There's a lot of work to be done for the specialty crops that we just talked about to get the data together to be able to make it something that's scalable. 
on uh, on specialty crops and each of those things. Um, and then there should be some sideboards placed on things. And we need to have that discussion about where are those sideboards, which entities should be establishing those sideboards. You can watch the full webinar and see more discussion on calculating farm carbon emissions later this week on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Edge Project. Technology has transformed agriculture, making digital tools as important as tractors and combines. Protecting America's tech engine will strengthen our economic, national, and food security. Learn more at AmericanEdgeProject.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.